What's up, everybody? Welcome back to what we do, number 13, with Joe from Past to Present. You can find him at uh, Past to Present SJ on Instagram. What's up, Joe? How we doing? Good. Good. Thanks for being on. Appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we were talking a little bit before about uh, a whole bunch of different stuff, but I figure we just start off with uh, with the store. Yeah. So um, you said you opened your store in um, just outside of Camden, right? Is that what it is? We're in, yeah, like right over the bridge from Philly. We're in okay. Barrington, New Jersey. So like between Cherry Hill, Deptford, right in the center of everything. We're literally 10 to 15 minutes over the Ben, or, uh, ben Franklin Waltman Bridge. For sure, so, for sure. But, what was the first step in in transitioning from from just reselling online on the Instagram account to opening a store? I would say like pop ups, okay. events, stuff of that nature. Um, I was always like I said I, how we talked before this. I just started my page just as like I was going to thrift stores and I wanted to post the stuff that I was finding. Yeah, um, which there got me into vintage, um, and then I would just post and post and post, and then I learned about eBay and started selling on eBay. Um, but three, two, three years ago. Um, Golden Bear Garage hit Shout me up. Golden Bear, Shout uh, out Bill. Bill, yeah, Bill hit me up and was like, "Hey, dude, like, I'm throwing this Philly vintage, like, I love vintage flea market oh, yeah. in Philly. Uh, we think you'd be cool to come do it." And I was like, "All right, like, this is I never knew really what it was, but like, I've you know, he said there's a bunch of vendors, and I was like, let me look into it. I agreed to do it, dude. We went there and." It was awesome. We like yeah. killed it. Like, no it way! Just, I, I didn't know that. We were there too. Yeah, we yeah. we did really that well. That was awesome. Um, we did pretty good. We sold to. A, I wound up selling to vendors. Like at the end of the day, at the time we were thrifting everything. My prices were just so crazy. To like all the vendors were coming and shopping off of us, and mm-hmm. that was like a wake up call. Like, oh, these events are going to be something. And yeah. Then, uh, Jeff from Shop on Gerard threw two more events over the next couple months. We went to both of those, killed both of those. I did my own pop-up at a barber shop, and when I realized people were traveling to see me, like when I was at a, I was literally in a barber shop. We had a hallway, and I had two racks set up in a table, and like just threw it on Instagram, and like throughout the, it was a two-day pop-up, like six hours each day, but the amount of people that came through to just shop, yeah, was like okay, like that <laughs> was just from stories on Instagram, and like this is the local people, right? We need a place for people to be able to come see us. Absolutely, that's so, amazing, um, and especially like today there's more pop-ups and events than ever Ever. like people have such a great opportunity there to make that jump i actually on my list my list like i always do a post after one of our events or something like how it was and we Mm -hmm. just did juice boxes event right where we saw you obviously um and my i said like my favorite thing about that last event was obviously buying selling trading kicking it with homies chopping it up but the really cool part about this one and it hasn't happened it was like kind of like a revelation for me is i saw had a group of my group of customers that are from philly they've been shopping us since we've opened they set up at this event and you know they asked me to take a picture with them at the end of the day and i took a picture with them Mm -hmm. and then they made this post like thanking us for like teaching them and like inspiring them to like go do this event and opening the you know and like there was with that post another one like another buddy hit out like there was like three people at the last juice box event the philly vintage flea that like i don't want to say we definitely inspired them but like they reached out to us and we're like thanking them for like giving the opportunity like opening their eyes i guess you can say to going to an event selling marketing themselves as a brand and mm-hmm. like to me that was the coolest part like giving these people passion to be able to go do that that's one thing i always preach like if i was able to do what we're doing yeah anybody else can too 100 yeah I, I think i think we've we've talked a lot about on this podcast just the explosion of vintage and it feels like a second explosion of like even more popularity yeah. there's a lot of cynicism that's attached with that about people being like oh cat's kind of out of the bag and now people know about it and stuff but i think there's way I think it's still way less known and talked about than people on the inside think. You know, I think a lot of vintage sellers are like, feel like it's the center of the world right now and vintage is everywhere. To people who aren't in it, it's not at all. Well, like, people it's very to, underground. People come in the store every day shocked that like we're a store. Yeah. Like that we are like, what? You sell old teeth. Like, you know what I mean? Yep. Like that's, whoa. And yeah. they, they don't know what's going on in the world. They don't care about what's going on. For sure. But I always say this is, I don't, do I, like with the trendiness of vintage and all of that, like I, this is the one thing I've, I've probably said it before, but like, if you got into this to make money, like, and just do it for the money, like, they're the people that I'm like, whatever, you ain't gonna last, you do mm-hmm. it for whatever. But yeah. Like, if you got into this because you saw somebody making money, or you saw a store open, or you saw a round two, or you saw something of that nature, and you fell in love, yeah, and now it's like, okay, oh, I like this, I'm yeah. going to do this. That's how we all got into it. We yeah, all absolutely. saw somebody else doing it. No one's the pioneer of that. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. someone's also. We all were influenced by somebody behind this. So for sure, for sure. Um, 
for people who are getting into pop-ups and events and stuff, where would you say like, okay, this is the best indicator that like you should go have a store? Because we talked a little about before this and you said stores aren't for everybody. And I agree with you. I don't think that everybody is, is cut out to have a store and there's a lot of complications that come with having a store. When was the point for you that was like the turning point where you're like, well, we need a place that's our own that we can do this all the time? So I worked, I was lucky enough, I guess, to be my retail, born into a retail career. Like I was 15 when I got my first job at the mall. Mm -hmm. I worked at the malls until I opened my store. Um, So I, since I was a kid, I sold, you reminded me of when you said earlier, you sold stuff when you were younger out of your garage. And like, when I was like 10, dude, I took my old skateboard parts and put them in my shed and put a sign out front and said we had a store there. And there was no store, dude. There was two pairs of trucks and a pair of, three spitfire wheels, you know what I mean? Like it was something so dumb, but I always, ever since I got into the retail area, I said, I want my own store. Yeah. I always thought I wanted to go further in retail and be a manager and go corporate. And once I got to the area where I could do that, I realized it wasn't for me. I didn't Mm -hmm. want someone breathing down my neck every day over how much millions they were making. I always wanted to go do it myself. So I always knew that I wanted my store of some sort. If you asked me in high school, I would have told you it would have been sneakers. Mm -hmm. Um, I was real big into sneakers and stuff like that, but I think, like I said, once I realized people were traveling to come see us and it became, uh, Instagram was doing well, we were doing sales on there, we were doing multiple pop-ups, multiple events, I took the risk and I said, I'm gonna go be an LLC. I'm gonna at least become like a business. So, cause you can't just call a realtor and go get a storefront without any backup behind you. You have to have the certifications. You have to have the paperwork saying that you're a business. Mm -hmm. So the first step I took was let me go find some, like let me go get an accountant, get a certified proprietor to become and look into being an LLC. And I became an LLC. And that's when I started looking for storefronts. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, When you're in the store each day, what, what what is kind of the what is the main goal on Instagram now? Because getting people into your store can be tough. Um, for the most part, where is your traffic coming from? Is it still coming from these people that you're meeting at the flea and on Instagram and stuff like that, or where's your kind of customer base come from? So we've have we have a clientele. I would call it. We mm-hmm. have people that are following, people that are local that still shop with us. Mm-hmm. Um, but we still, to this day, we have people that come in just walking past or they've heard about us in town or yeah. they're my favorite way. And I would say the biggest way form of our clientele would be word of mouth. Yeah. Someone saying, I got this shirt from this place, uh, making T-shirts and, you know, selling them and giving them out with purchases and stuff of that nature. Someone just asking about the logo. <clears throat> my cousin just texted me yesterday, said, you're welcome for the follow. And she was at Rite Aid and someone stopped there and asked her about her hoodie. They get the talk in, bang, right there. Like yeah. someone new finds out about our storefront who had no idea about it. And the girl lived two miles away from us. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like yeah. stuff like that. But I think a lot of it is my friend posted this story on Instagram. I didn't see it. Like they were in our shop and they shared a story or they, they bought something from us and it went on Instagram and it comes from there. I think a lot. Word of mouth is my favorite form of marketing. Mine as well. I think the best part about word of mouth is that it's proof that the interactions you're having with people in your store or wherever it is online, whatever is a positive experience for them because word of mouth marketing is showing that you're having an impact on somebody on a personal level that they're going to go out there and they're going to spread your word for you know what i mean it shows that you're 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 approaching things the right way when you're interacting with people in store you know i always preach about like building relationships it's all you're not i came like my original job at zoomies when i was younger when you went there their their job was to hound you like they they created sales monsters i thank them for that in a lot of ways but they did it in a pressured way Mm. They also did though preach like building a relationship with a customer and that's the one thing I've really took from them over the years and I I don't look at anybody as a dollar sign like anybody that steps foot in this I don't care if you spend a dollar there's literally a TV chair set up in there for you to kind of come and just release and like it looks you know it's a setup like this for you to come chill put on a movie like yeah it it doesn't I don't look at anybody like that like, I wish I had a place when I was younger to I always said that like if I had a place I could just go to and like hang out and see the stuff I liked or see things that like just brought me back to somewhere of a happier time. Mm-hmm. I wish I had that, and that's what I wanted to give people. So yeah, hundred <clears> percent. <throat> I mean that that like um, to me, and I, I never had a place like this when I was younger either. I didn't skate or anything like that. But like that seems like what came out of skate shop culture for the most part. Like these places where kids could just go hang yeah. out and like watch skate videos <clears> and like <throat> talk about skate related things. Like I feel like 
whether they're the first to come up with that or whether there was another store before that that worked that way. Like I feel like that's where vintage stores can really uh, reach people going forward now because there's going to be more and more vintage stores that pop up and a lot of them are probably going to come and go because they're maybe backed more commercially than they are like by an actual person who's really into the thing. But um, I feel like there's definitely a spot to fill there. Like me growing up, I, I wish that there was a store like that. I mean, I had it in my garage. Like I was lucky enough and my dad had the stuff there and like it was really cool. And I got to introduce a lot of my friends to, to it, that, yeah. you know what I mean? Which was really cool for me. And I never, I had never planned that. Like I never planned that I was going to introduce them something. I didn't even know it was there until... I walked in and we were cleaning the garage one day, yeah. you know, but, um, but like, I feel like that for vintage people is like the biggest thing, even on just on Instagram, even to have a digital space where you have like a bunch of people who like the same stuff is huge too. And like events like the Philly Vintage Flea, like I, I hope Dakota and Justin have the most success because okay. that, that, that is like the best, it's the best place I think to grow a community like this. And I think the more people that find out about this, the more people that get interested, it's just gonna benefit everybody and yeah. like make all of this a lot more, um, I don't know, like like tangible and real to have yeah. all these people that you know, you know, and you can go and reach out to about yeah. specific things. Dude, I'm most, I've, I've said it before, like I have friends in every state. Like yeah. I literally just off of Instagram, I have somebody in almost every part of the country that I could reach out to if it came down to it and needed something or yeah. just had, you know what I mean? Like it, yeah. it's that close. It's not just a high buy. Like I talk to a lot of people on a regular basis, other store owners, other things, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. you build this, like people always say, oh, I hate the word community. Like it's what it is. Right. Like, it yeah. Genuinely what else, what is. else like, is What it? else are you going to call it, dude? Yeah. Like it's a group of people into the same shit yeah. that care for each other on the real. Like if you're like, I mean, I have a lot of my real, I have closer best friends from vintage than I do from my childhood. Yeah. If that puts yeah. in, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And, and it has the part of the aspect of the internet too, where like we've met people that we met people through vintage that I would have never, ever met or talked to ever, ever. in my life. Yep. Like, 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 and that's not like, not trying to say I'm like being no, prejudiced yeah, no, in real I, life, but like just in reality, like if you don't have something that you connect with somebody off the jump, it's tough to it's, make a relationship. You know, we, there's people that we're friends with right now that we would walk past every day if they weren't wearing a T-shirt that we saw, you know, right. I mean? or something that right. they posted or something of that yeah. nature. Like there, it's something that caught our eye. Like if I saw somebody, like some of the things I brought, like. I saw somebody wearing some of this stuff, like that would instantly spark a conversation. And 100%. It would probably, if you were wearing certain pieces, like you probably have some type of knowing to it to where mm -hmm. like we would relate right off of that. Yeah. And this could be a 65 year old man that, you know what I mean? I'm not going to talk to him if he wasn't wearing that shirt. That, that's, um, and I, I, I was talking to Justin literally at the event about this kind of thing. And he was telling me about a lady who, who came to the flea and like, she was like a 65 year old lady who like loved what was happening and left to go get her husband to bring him back awesome. to show him the flea. And it was like, that's so funny because there's also like 10 and 12 year old kids running around the same event and yeah. also really excited about the same thing. Like where else on earth do you get that? You I, know, I learned that when I was selling on eBay uh, years ago before the storefront actually when, you know, I would have somebody, uh, you know, you could tell by what they, like a younger kid would buy a pair of sneakers and you could just see off his name or whatever, like Steven Nicholson and, mm -hmm. you know, check it out, whatever. But then you get like a message. Uh, and this is a real, like, I've had a lady like, oh my God, this was my mom's favorite concert. She went to that show. And mm -hmm. I forget what exactly it was, but like, it showed me right there, like I had older women shopping with me on my page on eBay. And mm -hmm. then I had the young kids. Like at one point in my life, I thought it was only the people into fashion. The yeah. people, I didn't realize like the history, there was real history behind this stuff. There's real, and that's where I got really intrigued by it. The story behind, you can almost pick out, it's harder now, but like I still, even if you brought me a bunch of stuff and I bought it off you in the store, I'll ask you where you got it from. I'll ask you any stories behind it, your story behind it. Like there's a lot of stuff in stores you can pick out and like I can tell you, oh, that came from my homie over here and this person over there and they got it from this flea market where they thrifted it off of this person. Like that's my favorite part about it. Yeah. The stories behind it. Absolutely. And even walking through a thrift store, I have those thoughts of like, how did this end up here? Like there's certain <laughs> items that you'll, you'll thrift and you'll be like, what well, happened in the world that this ended up right here we'll in front of me? You know that. what I mean? Like that, that too is like, and I think certain people just have that in their the back of their mind when they see things, you know what I mean? Like, no, I, how does this exist or what, what is this? You know what I mean? I've, I've had that happen a couple of times. Yeah. You just, that all moment of like, 
what (laughs) why yeah and there's a piece here like i brought a piece with us that like it'll probably be the first piece we speak on it's if you want to let's do it it. so hustle bill from hustle threads spoke on this before shout out bill um so let me just give a story real quick i was at the flea one day and uh i had like i go to this this flea market i'm speaking on i go to it every single saturday i've been going there my first dog came from there with my grandfather when i was five years old um I've always went and walked around. So I go there and I have, you know, just from being at the flea all the time, people know what I do, buying t-shirts and stuff like that. So I had like my few vendors that would hold stuff for me. And this one lady, the one day I go up and she's like, oh, I have a box of t-shirts for you over there. And I was like, all right, cool. So it's, mind you, dude, it's like mid like July. So it's hot. It's seven in the morning, sun's beating down. It is hot. I'll never forget this. And people already give me shit for what I'm about to say, but I saw a, navy blue sleeve with a starter logo sticking out of the box i was walking past to go find my t-shirts uh-huh. and i was like it's too hot for fucking starter jackets i'm not <laughs> buying it no matter like you know what i mean i'm just not even yeah. like, it's a i was like it's a yankee starter jacket i'm not gonna buy it right so i keep walking and i go look at these tees and they're all bad like it was nothing good so i'm like shit like i need her to keep holding my t-shirts for me let me go buy that yankee starter jacket uh-huh. i pick up yankee's starter jacket <laughs> and at first i just let me turn it this way at first I just saw the loud and I was like why does this stay loud yeah. and then I saw the sleeve hit and I my stomach like dropped and I got that like I'm a rap head and hip hop head and I'm like this is not like why is this even made like I didn't even know what the jacket was at the time right um and this is a loud records like promo starter jacket obviously um the only other colorways at the time when I started doing my research was a blue and orange one this is clearly not blue and orange it's like a Yankees colorway uh, I've been told this was like given to like some I don't know there was only supposedly one of this colorway I don't know whose jacket it was if anybody does see this get, tell me more info there's a guy that comes in my store all the time tells me he knows all about it but it's too street to know about it so I can't <laughs> I'm not cool enough I guess I, if you see this I hope you do because I hate every time you talk about it and you don't tell me about the jacket um, but he tells uh, he tells me about that but and then at the time it wasn't if you notice there is something on it at the time it wasn't signed or anything i just had it people tried buying it chico hit me up for it i told him there was one on ebay for a thousand he can have it for 700 bucks and he said no he it was too much for him i said sorry i'm just going to keep it at that point a couple months later uh i was scrolling facebook and saw a thing at like a liquor store in pensalkin rayquan was dropping a liquor Uh and if you went there you get the bottle signed so i fucking wore the jacket and i went there and he like I didn't think he was going to say anything. Like, I just wanted to wear it. And, like, I remember asking my coworker, I was like, yo, it'd be really corny if I wore this to go, like, <laughs> right. go meet Raekwon. And then when I walk up, I saw a dude, like, I follow him. He's a low head on Instagram from Philly. And he's there wearing a snow beach jacket. So I was like, all right, I'm not. Like, he's wearing a snow beach. I'm allowed to wear this. And I get in line with him. And when I walked up, Raekwon was like, bro, what the f-? And, like, he, like, <laughs> lost it over this. He signed my bottle. He signed the jacket. Took a picture with me. His, like, That's photographer amazing. asked. Like, he has never seen this colorway. He said he remembered the blue and orange one, but never seen this one. Um, it That's was just crazy. super fucking cool. But, yeah, I got an autograph that day, too. So it won't go anywhere. That's uh, amazing. This does hang in the shop. You can come Yeah, I, I see it in the back. Some, it's some on display again, in the yeah. shop at all time. I want to get it framed. I, have the, I was going to bring the bottle with me. Um, but I have the bottle of liquor when I met him and like the pictures and stuff like that. Like I'll shadow box it, but it goes into like, this is one of those pieces of like, this is literally, I don't want to say a one of one cause I don't know the truth, right, sure, but I, but I can't say there's been more than 10 of these made, 50, yeah. you know what I mean? And for me to find this at a flea market laying in a box. And actually the funny part is there was a ball, like a little uh, inflatable ball in there. It said, I heart hip hop. And that right. was the only other thing in the box. Huh. So it was this and a ball that said, I heart hip hop. Um, I have the if you look at my Insta, it will take you forever to scroll down and find it. But th- I took the picture at the table of the flea. But to find this at a random flea market in South Jersey, that for ten bucks, yeah, I mean. it just doesn't happen. Um, <laughs> and it's one of my probably favorite things I think I've ever thrifted or found in general. I'm trying to throw it up and to think you almost walked by it. And to think I almost left it. Like, let's say, like, so if that lady would have had, like, really good t-shirts that day, I probably wouldn't have found that jacket. (laughs) And Hustle Threads probably would have been there an hour later and found that jacket. So we would we would have talked about it. And you would have been four episodes earlier, whatever. (laughs) And you would have, yeah, he would have brought my name up a couple episodes. He would have been showing you this jacket. That's amazing, though. Um, But he's one person who truly appreciates it. Yeah. uh, I've noticed over the years. He's tried getting it off me, but I've turned down a lot of money for it. I just won't sell it. Yeah, right. I personally love it. Rightfully so. It's and it's the history such a great behind story it. too. It's the history behind yeah. it. Yeah. 
Yeah, and your own personal history behind it too, with his with great story too. You know. Yeah. I think can't. that's what you really got it from me. Once I met him in it, it was like that's a wrap. Right, it's over. Right, right. Um, no one else. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you what. If I if I walked into your store and I didn't know anything about you or your store, and you told me that story, I'd be like, oh fuck, this is my yeah. new favorite story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until other people get that, and maybe they'll start coming through. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, dude, I brought a bag of. Ranch. You got you got a lot of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I we, mean, can, we, we can roll. I mean, go dude, go through. I mean, I'll run want. through just like just to go with the rap stuff, and like you had. The, vo- uh, the Vintageville villain on here. Yeah, today. yeah, absolutely. Uh, this is a good... Yeah, I love that. Uh, the Vaudeville villain, MF Doom. But I actually got this off Juicebox, and, uh, or it was Dakota. It was off Juicebox, guys, uh, oh, nice. a couple months ago, which one of my personal just, like, favorite. Yeah, teams. I love that. Uh, what I really wanted to... You spoke on some stuff the last time I watched. I don't know who you were speaking to about it, but it... You said your dad used to have some of these or one of these, and it's what I personally collect. Okay. Uh, I can't say. It's hard to find this shit. So this is the first one I ever got, and I got this off of. (laughs) I got this off Chris from Ghost Town Vintage. Um, But this is an OG Shepard Ferry, like before it was Obey. Yeah. This is giant. Um, That's an original. Fucking crazy. Yeah. Probably my favorite one. The colors on this are just so good. Yeah. Um, probably one of my favorite t-shirts I own. Chris posted this like two years ago, and I messaged him. I was like, I need that. And he's like, it's not for sale. And I messaged him almost like every three months. Oh, Sean, come fix our mic. We had a mic full. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. Um, yeah, I don't want to mess all this up. Sean, I'll help you out. Did I Sean, that? we need better mic arms. No, it's 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 our uh, it's our Amazon mic arm. <laughs> Yeah, so we, we I, I talked about um, my dad had the uh, the like the shining inspired. Um, oh, one like that the he did. original original. Yeah, yeah, that's what he had. It's on his it's on his page somewhere, and I think he sold it. I'm not sure he still has it, but um, yeah, it's it's. I don't even remember what the brand's called. Do you know no, what his original did. one so is? It's so funny you just said that because he did that for something. Yeah, I just okay. watched it in the documentary the other day, and he did that for something else. Okay, like, is it the Hulu one? The Hulu documentary? Yeah, it's, I watched it's, that too. I, don't I love it. it. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's a great, great documentary. documentary. Um, but he just spoke on that, and I didn't know that shirt existed until I rewatched that documentary again. Uh-huh. So it's funny that you just brought that up because I didn't know that's what that was the one you were speaking about. Yeah, Sean, can you can you scroll back on my dad's page if you see anything that looks like uh, Jack Nich- like Jack Nicholson from The Shining, breaking through the door? Just let me know. Um, yeah, and by the way, he is a hundred percent in the right with that um, that uh, that appropriation lawsuit uh, that he has. Like that's that, yeah. that's so that's such bullshit. He changed that he changed that photo like a hundred percent, completely recropped, completely refocused. Like the fact that they even brought that to court is like ridiculous to me. It's just because it's Shepard Ferry exactly. and it's such a big case that they exactly. did that. But he, yeah, and it sets a horrible precedent for so many really, other artists. Too. And they all thought like the real thing is they thought he was making money. And he right, wasn't. he wasn't. He wasn't. Yeah. Like, he went out of pocket on shit. And, yeah, like, he wasn't making money on that stuff. So like, yeah. they, they tried suing him to get money out of yeah. it. That's why they said like the normal lawsuit is like a couple thousand tops for something like that. They wanted yeah. millions. And yeah. it's like no. For anybody who doesn't know this, so he he got sued for the Hope Obama poster because the photographer that took it owned the rights to that photo. But if you look at the original photo, it's it's well literally. It's a well like. Comp- composed photo that he like cropped in on Obama's face and then obviously posterized it in a completely st- style that was completely his own, yeah. completely recontextualized it, used a picture of a, a public figure, the yeah. president of the United States at the time. So like the whole the whole thing is just so stupid and they said that he couldn't do that because he didn't own the rights to the photo that was used as reference. It's just, it's ridiculous. Knock this over again. <laughs> Hopefully Sean screwed it in tight. So going on, Obey. Um, this actually was picked up at the last Philly uh, Vintage Flea. So actually, with this one, I tried hitting, hit him up right away. He's like, "No, I'm not selling it." So I would hit him up every so often. There it is. Oh yeah, there it is. Yeah. So Jobless was his original yeah. brand. It's so crazy. Um, which he sold. See my dad doing a little history up in the in the description Dude, there. I love it. Yeah, it's amazing. And and he he when we got it, it was one of those things where it was like. I, I'm not even sure how he figured out that this was his, like, because it doesn't say Shepard Fair, it doesn't say anything about Obey or anything on it. I think he just found, happened to find a comp or some website that had this something archive, it, yeah. something, um, which is just really awesome to see that, like, it is. I'm pretty sure that is one of the first shirts 
he's made, like one of his earliest works. Yeah, yeah. He, and and the other cool part about that to me is any of these kind of like like uh, early stuff of his is like it's a good chance he could have printed that himself. Yeah. You know, himself, which is like not something you can say about a lot of giant artists like Shepard. It's Terry. funny because there was a story. I heard a story about this T-shirt when I got it that someone said like they heard he printed it in college. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, do you know uh, Chris from Ten Church Street? He runs a like a vintage shop over in Lambertville. Okay, he's more like true denim and all that fun stuff, uh, but very knowledgeable man. And he hit me and was like, "Hey, my buddy went to school with him. I'm gonna find out." Because I tagged when I first. This is the first real like Obey shirt I got, like mm-hmm. original one. And I tagged like Shepard in it, like, "Hey, heard this story. What's up?" Like, hoping no, never gonna happen. But someone else did reach out to me, and he said, "Like, look at me, reach out to my buddy." He reached out to his buddy. He's like, "I don't believe that one was printed. It's a little bit later." Okay. Um, but I did just. I don't know about this one now. Uh, <laughs> I tried getting it off Chris for months. Consistency pays off. Uh, the first juice box flea again. He brought it with them to sell to me That's and it was awesome. super cool and then the last one i saw a kid po- connor stapleton posted on facebook a couple weeks ago uh two of like og ones i'm like oh bro i need this is it they're not for sale and then i show up to the flea this past week and he's like yo i brought those obey shirts and i was like <laughs> my god the one was dry rot and he actually sold it but i did get this one that's amazing which is too. another i love it dude yeah but before obey it was giant um, uh-huh. which is just super he did on good tags too like fruit of loom like this is delta it's just yeah just a good, and like the fade on this, the wear, like absolutely. Just I don't know. This was the stuff that truly, like, really. I when I growing up at Zoomies, like when I worked at Zoomies, we sold Obey, but I liked him as an artist. Like, yeah, I didn't even wear the stuff. I liked him as an artist, and my buddy did wheat paste, and he really put me on to like the art aspect of the side of it, and that's mm-hmm. where I was like, shit, like this is something. So like to find these, this is pieces of art to me. Absolutely, yeah. And then just one more to go with that stuff. It's not really an Obey shirt, but or a Shepherd shirt, but Fashion Victim. Would you know fashion victim they mm-hmm. used to be like they would just make a bunch of stuff uh from what i've learned when he changed it to obey it was from like an old horror movie where like yeah sick, like, uh, they live they live yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. so like the, ch- the signs would change and shit yeah well casey from rare vintage had this and it's like a 90s fashion victim shirt like That's 1991 nice. but like it just totally went with the whole theme of yeah what that was so i had to scoop this off of yeah, that's awesome kind of reminded me of it and for sure went and played with it which is cool like those are this is something i just got into collecting was his t-shirts when i started realizing like oh these are probably out there and i should yeah if there's something i'm gonna go spend my money on that i truly like actually care about the artwork i do a lot of like i like a lot of skateboard stuff when i was younger so i, I collect a lot of skateboard shit and yeah i was telling sean that there's this one um or maybe sean showed it to me there's this one um uh antiques roadshow where they're selling kanye's high school um paintings and like portraits and stuff and like charcoal drawings like his and stuff, stuff like his stuff from oh, from art school and i was like sean i didn't know this existed like, like that like like i knew with shepherd fairy existed and it's cooler with shepherd fairy because shepherd's a visual artist of, like of course if it was a if it was a original laptop of kanye's with like no t- completely pre 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 what blueprint beats then like it'd be crazy but like there's not a lot of artists that that exist for that are like really popular now and they have these like really old works that like you're still accessible and like you can still find out there you know what i mean i mean obviously in the future i think there'll be more of that now that people have more access to like creating stuff at a younger age and stuff like that but like that's really cool to me like anything that 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 whole idea of collecting one artist like early works is just fascinating to me i think like a lot of the stuff i collect or even the stuff that used to like go into the store it was a lot of personal attack because like how i used to like have to buy was if i didn't if it didn't sell i wanted to wear it right like, i had to be able to do something yeah. with it i didn't have a store i didn't have this wasn't my means of money like i had a job to where like this was just for fun if i was just buying everything i thought I was just gonna make money on yeah no like i have to be like okay cool if like that shit doesn't <laughs> get 30 bucks i'm gonna rock it and like get my fucking for five dollars sure. out of it at least yeah um but I think like that's where I think anybody that collects anything it should have some type of attachment to yourself. Like you, should, if mm-hmm. you if you have one artist or one brand that you grew up, I love World Industries. It's one of my favorite, not just because it's hype, because like the graphics, the skateboard decks when I was a kid, dude, they mm-hmm. were the coolest thing in the world. Like that gives me that natural like nostalgic feeling. Yeah, yeah, and and a lot of the people we watch and love, you can see that too. Like Casey with sports stuff. <laughs> Like it's am- it's amazing to watch him describe stuff Go and like sh- show you shit that you were like, oh really? That exists. <laughs> <laughs> oh really? That's real? Okay. Yeah, for sure. He's awesome, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
do you want to keep going in on more? Or? I mean, I brought a ton. Yeah, I, I, I see there's a lot. I don't want to. I just didn't I know, wanna... like, what to, like, like I, I mean, I brought sports stuff, obviously, just because why not? But I bought this off the back of the last Philly Vintage Flea. Uh, seriously? Didn't know this existed in the Eagles t-shirt. <laughs> And I, I was the first person to ask him to buy it off his back, and like four other people throughout <laughs> the day asked him to buy it off his back. And I was lucky enough the kid kept his loyalties and came back to me, which that's was awesome. super cool. But it's the Monday nights. Yeah, that's amazing. Night games, night games, which is super cool. You don't see those too often. I brought something a little bit different. You don't see too many Magic School Bus hat. Oh, nice. I'm a huge cartoon guy. So everything I brought is something to do with, like I said, I collect it. I like it. It brings me back to my childhood. That's sure. truly like why I feel most of us do vintage. Yeah, um, it's see. all stuff that brings. It's a kid size, but I have a tiny head. I'm lucky enough <laughs> to do that. So that's amazing. It's amazing. It's got a uh, wild ride certified on the back. Oh yeah, it's pretty sweet. To go along, I just Power Rangers shirt, just to go Ooh. along with like my cartoon stuff. I was telling Sean at the flea, I was like, I was like, I need some Power Ranger stuff in my it's life. Really I was really hard to find. My my. I had two uncles a little older than me and they were super into Power Rangers when That's we awesome. were young and I, and I was into it by proxy but um, <laughs> but yeah like the vintage Power Rangers stuff is just like Power Rangers just has always had the coolest aesthetic okay. for everything like all the Megazords and like all that stuff is so sweet the music is awesome and like I think a lot of people's first exposure to metal music, like in their <laughs> life, you know, I didn't know what that was yet, but it was like, holy shit, Power yeah. Rangers goes hard. Yeah, like, oh right. my God. When they yeah. would get all together and conform. Oh, <laughs> yeah. dude. So Little fun. boys everywhere were like, yeah, let's go fucking Power Rangers. See, like, I watched Power Rangers heavily, but did you ever hear of Beetleborgs? No. Nah. So, see, no one knows what Beetleborgs <laughs> is, dude. And that bot, like, I don't know if it was on some, like, off channel or what it was on. I could have sworn it was, like, CBS or something weird, but uh -huh. it, they were. I don't want to say they were like Power Rangers, but they're like Power Rangers. They yeah. like, were these metal Beetleborg out there. <laughs> Look up Beetleborgs if you get a Shut chance. Up. Pull up Beetleborgs. Beetleborgs. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I forgot we can do that. That's really <laughs> Yeah, well, I feel like everybody who watched Big Bad Beetleborgs. Yeah, <laughs> dude. So you've never seen those? No, I've no never one's seen ever seen. All right, cool. <laughs> I'm just a weirdo. Well, I feel like everybody who watched Power Rangers went through that whole process of like, oh, Power Rangers is a Japanese show that they redubbed and just put a bunch of teenagers yeah, in. Right. They're like, oh, holy shit. Be uh, big bad Yeah, Beetle that was Beetleborg, dude. <laughs> yeah, that was, I can see the influence for sure. That, uh, you can definitely see it came from that. And that yeah. was like something I watched, and I have toys, like original toys in my store of yeah. those. Um, and I get so excited when someone's like, yo, these Beetleborgs are awesome. I'm like, dude, you know what they are? Like, I <laughs> want to be my best friend, like right now. <laughs> Uh, we we talked. I I I apologize. I don't remember who or, who the name was, but there was a guy at the there were a group of guys at the uh, flea who had just like a bunch of toys and stuff on their on their booth. Like oh, that's um at the very corner. Yeah, top yeah, yeah. Corner. Dude, uh, all smiles. Vintage. All smiles. He's okay. a cool dude. Yeah, really, they, they really were really cool dudes. Dude, yeah. They were really really cool to us. And like we were just talking about like uh, we have like you know forty plus Space Jam copies, and we're talking about like the one with the coin in it, yeah. and like they had a paper box one that I'd never seen before. I was like, I thought they all came in the plastic ones. But they had a bunch of small soldier stuff too, and I was like, I'm dude, small soldiers, love man. small soldiers I have too. A couple hats, small soldier hats. I've been collecting for a couple of years. I had the main, the main good guy, the main bad guy, and I had like the one dude with the with the metal arm. You know I what I mean? Go. That one. Um, but that that movie was really cool too, and that's one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. it's so much fun. Um, I wish their shirts weren't so expensive. <laughs> but part of the game. That's the st that's the story with everything in vintage now. <laughs> so to go along with like I do collect a bunch of Wizard of Oz stuff. That's it's uh, my grandmother's favorite movie. So just growing up, she collect she has a Cheerio cabinet full of Wizard of Oz. Oh, nice. So now I just this is actually a really rare one though. You don't see this one at all. Oh my god, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so like just I have a whole bunch of Wizard of Oz. I do a bunch of cartoons because I watched cartoons with my mom when I was younger kind of plays into like the power rangers uh ren and stimpy yeah i have tons of ren and stimpy t-shirts just love cartoons yeah i mean ren and stimpy is is one of those ones like i, I remember i watched a video on ren and stimpy that's like every, every you could take any frame from ren and stimpy and you got like a work of art right there oh, yeah, like dude. like i feel like they're the perfect cartoon to turn into a t-shirt because you can take any still of stimpy and, and like dude, it's fucking amazing i literally have so many t-shirts where that's exactly just i wish i brought <laughs> see now i just like i'm like oh damn i brought too much and, like, i could have brought six different ren and stimpy shirts which is like crazy just like ren eating his or stimpy eating his boogers and just like <laughs> yeah. dumb stuff like that um so i do a lot of cartoons because of that reason this is one of my favorite shirts uh i'm a big like when I got in cars and started driving, I mm -hmm. was a Honda guy and was all into Acuras and all that stuff. Sure. We went to like East Coast Connection for the first one, 
and I see this shirt on top of Future Past's rack. I'm like, why? That looks like Brad Pitt, but I swear it says Integra behind him. Like, uh-huh. Why does that say Integra? So I asked him to pull it down and like, let me see it. And it says Integra, and it's Brad Pitt. He's kind of hard to see, but he's leaning on a 1993 Acura Integra. Huh. And he, if you look it up, there's a Brad Pitt 93 Integra commercial. Okay. So this is like the shirt for the commercial for an Acura Integra. Was that was he famous at the time? Was I'd, he, I'd probably what, say it's early. I mean, he was the model. I don't know what he was doing. I mean, we, you probably pull up the commercial, but yeah. it took me like I had to do my research. I'm like, I, there's no reason like why is Brad Pitt on this, and is this a <laughs> shirt that exists? Right. But this is actually when I really got into not my first car. I had a couple trucks that I would flip to buy a car, and this is my first like real Integra, a, a Honda I bought. You know what I mean? It was just cool that. Oh, there he is. He did a com- yeah. <laughs> like, Yeah, this is this is so weird. Brilliant, Brad Pitt. <laughs> Wearing a T-shirt. See, too, I need that it? T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's, that's the one I need. What? This is the weirdest car commercial ever. I guess the Japanese commercial? I guess so. That was the weirdest car commercial ever. They but, barely showed the car. <laughs> but it existed. And, it, like, I didn't know the shirt existed for that commercial. Right, Why yeah. this shirt exists. Um, but I had to buy it because that's it just, awesome. I don't know, just weird. Never thought I'd have a shirt with Brad Pitt on it like that, though. <laughs> uh, what is that? It's skateboard. I have actually going to pull this out because this is something I got so shocked on. I actually found this at another flea, the same flea I got the loud jacket at, but... You know, bum equipment. We all yeah, know yeah. bum equipment. Yeah. I never knew they did work with the NFL. That's sick. But I've pulled this one day at the flea. That's awesome. And just being an Eagles fan, obviously. Like, But my mom wore bum equipment when I was younger. And it was just a like thing that I just thought was super cool. They added yellow to it, which isn't something they always do. Yeah, for sure. But I didn't know they did anything with the NFL. I just thought it was super cool. I have a weird... I have a weird uh, uh, screen printers thing. I noticed that the yellow is a little misaligned, which I, I <laughs> yeah, I'm love. wondering what you're inspecting <laughs> right now too. I'm like, he's looking at. Well, something. I love, I, I love. Um, one of the reasons I I nerd out over '90s and '80s like printed stuff is that it's all done like semi how I work with stuff like manually yeah. or like not maybe not some of them are automatic but they're not like amazingly dialed in like factory machines course, yeah. yet. Yeah. So like there's little it like little changes in how they look and like the way that they're put together that makes them feel a lot more like handmade yeah, handmade is a bad word because they're never handmade yeah, no, I don't printed on I don't exactly what you but, mean. but yeah yeah and nowadays it's just die sub everywhere because it is easy to do it's and cheap up. and um but it doesn't it's not going to wear like this or like it like last as long no, you yeah. know what I mean um that's another thing I always say like these shirts are around still for a reason yeah like the way they were yeah. made and shit like that yeah um, and that's that's one of the the biggest components of like when you ask the question what's vintage when it's what's vintage going to be in 10 20 years it's like well it's not going to be a lot of stuff you buy at target and walmart because that's just not going to exist no it'll, you know what i mean yeah so yeah i mean like i buy pants in h&m and mm-hmm. i get why they're 30 dollars because in three weeks of wearing them couple times seams start popping thread start yeah. i was always a big you pay for what you get like, yeah if if you know it like you buy i'm not i don't want to say carhartt right now because the hype around it because mo- nobody was buying carhartt pants 10 years ago unless you were a union worker right um, yeah. or a construction worker so i don't want to use that but if you buy i'll buy 140 dollars stussy pants mm-hmm. because i have stussy pants that i've had since i've worked at zoomies at the age of 18 and i'm 29 right and they still fit me perfectly and if anything as they've worn they've worn better and they've looked better yeah like i buy h&m pants all the time and i'm going back there constantly just to grab a quick 30 dollars pair of pants yeah. for the week you know what i mean for sure for sure we, we were just talking to somebody today about they just bought a whole bunch of blanks just because they know we have an account with like you know all the blank t-shirt suppliers they were like i'm just gonna buy them for you they're like a quarter of the price and the ones i buy at h&m are like ruined in like two weeks so i don't i don't want them anymore you know i'm paying ten ten dollars for a shirt that i can wear yeah, for no, less than a month not worth it yeah 100 percent. definitely not worth it at that point um i'm bringing out i, mean, I brought a gu not t i'm rap nice. guy nice game is one of my favorite rappers so when he came out with this 
I like went crazy. I actually bought not this specific one. That's why I bought this again though. When I was, I guess around this time, oh four, oh five, oh six ish, when this all happened, I went down the shore with my family and I was walking on the boardwalk and there was like oxygen was like a store in Wildwood. It was like a tattoo yeah. shop, but then the other half was like they had T-shirts and this shirt was on the wall. And my uncle's like, "You can have anything you want in here." I was like, "I want that right now. Like yeah. I need it." And he was like, "Why?" And I was like, "You don't understand. Like that's the coolest thing in the world to me." And uh, the homie Evan from Escapes Remains has a really cool page. Posted one of these one day, and I saw it like seven hours later. I was like, "No way, it's not going to be available." I hit him. He was like, "Yeah, bro, it's yours." And I was like, "My awesome. man, I'm so happy on it." <laughs> so I was just super cool in that. Um, I had to bring a wrestling tee because I collect a lot of wrestling stuff. This is probably my favorite one, not because of the hype around it. Yes, it's a hyped one, but it's the Highway to Hell with Taker and Stone Cold. That's fucking amazing. Um, my reasoning for loving this shirt, besides the artwork, which is just crazy, uh, I was this occurred on my this is actually my birthday august 30th awesome. i was born in 92 but this occurred on my birthday so just to have your birthday on the back of a t-shirt of yeah. something that you love stone cold's my favorite wrestler taker's one of my favorite wrestlers it was just super cool for me to have um i had to pull this in for you Ooh. my original like firebirds jersey but in three the phantoms redid this jersey for one game and they were only sold at the stadium okay. for that game, and you had to buy this jersey there. So yeah. it was only, that was it. Like that's why there's still a phantom patch one here. But like right. this is just from that game. And Hustle Threads thrifted this one day. Yeah, and it's a little small for me on the sleeves, but it fits me almost perfect. And to find something like this is insane. Well, me and Sean were walking through the um, through the flea. Casey had a Firebirds thing there, and I was like, oh my god, it's a Firebirds thing. And Sean was like, what the fuck is that? And I was you like, never see Firebirds. <laughs> you don't I was like, it's one of the coolest, like, lost Philly sports it's logos up. that there is. And that's my favorite part about it, is the logo behind Like, this yeah. is just so good. Yeah. Um, the original one is so 70s. Like, the, oh, yeah. the that was like the one Casey the had, right? Yeah, 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 that was a little bit different. Yeah. I brought this. No crazy story behind it. Just Ooh. a good, if you're a Phillies fan or a Philadelphia fan in general, yeah. the gold version, it's always good. Just weird weird little aside on AI stuff. Um, I was looking up AI bobbleheads today because my friends got, you know, like the original, the the, the AI bob, the white, red, and black one. Yeah, They're all displayed in the store. My, friend, my friends got all three of them, so I looked it up. There's and a there's, fourth, just so you know. There is a fourth one. Well... I wonder if it's the same one I'm thinking of. So the so Slam Magazine made two. Have you seen them? No. They have you know so you know the two iconic AI covers, the one with him yeah. and the ball on the fro, yeah. and then him with the cornrows yeah. and, and the red Sixer shirt. Yep. They made two um, bobbleheads commemorating them. I guess these ones right here. Um, like the like a newer version, like the Foco. No, like an older. Oh, one like okay, version. so there is OG. Okay. I saw one on eBay that was older, I believe. I don't know. I just looked them up because I was just looking up because I was trying to see if there was a red jersey one because my friends got the blue, the okay. black, and the white. So no, what there is though, there's the blue, the black, and the white, and uh -huh. then there's a there's only three th or two, maybe twenty thousand because it was McDonald's that made. Just so you okay. know, that's McDonald's that put out the ones that you're talking uh -huh. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they also did locker banks. Uh, okay. I have all of this shit displayed at the store. Nice. I wish I could pull a picture up of it. Uh, but they did the red, black, and white, and then they did another black jersey. He's wearing a headband and he's holding a gold basketball. Okay. It's the MVP one. It says Ooh. MVP on it, and okay. it was the year. I think I guess it was the year for that. Well, it's great to have you on because I got to tell Justin about that. I'm trying to get him. I'm trying to get him the full set. He's got. I, he's halfway there. So. so I've sold. I just sold my second. And I had two full sets. We just sold a full set the other day. I uh -huh. keep one in store at all times. Absolutely. Yeah. But I, as I go to the dude. That's something I see at the fleas enough to where like yeah. I'll buy a full set for yeah. a couple bucks and I'll flip them to someone that really wants them because to me that's cool like that was going to McDonald's just to get that yeah you yeah, went yeah. to McDonald's just to get those like, yeah McNabb and the vet like they did a whole bunch of them back then so it was yeah. just super cool for me I don't know what the one I saw on on eBay was it was not the fifty dollar one but maybe it was the same thing somebody just marked up but I was just looking at it on eBay to see if he had see if they ones that one. didn't yeah he didn't have. Um, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that AI stuff is, is fucking AI super is cool. AI is always good stuff. That's yeah, hundred percent. Going to this, uh, Matt, my partner. I don't know if you've ever met him. Um, he started working, with, like, kind of came on with me. He was actually my boss at Champs. Everybody probably knows that. Uh, and then started going to like had him come to the fleas with me. I was like, bro, come see what I do on the weekends. Like, he was the only person I ever like wanted to bring in with me. Yeah. And once he found out, he was like, dude, like, I have this shit at home. Like, I went to these shows, and I worked at the – he worked at the Steelers Stadium or one of the stadiums out in Pittsburgh. 
so like when he tells me like what he had at home i was like bro you better drive to pittsburgh and like so next time he goes home he starts sending me pictures and he brings me back some shirts and like matt actually worked this tour as like a security guard (laughs) but it's the rough riders cash money 2000 tour he gave me this he gave me an original up and smoke tour shirt uh this is your rap to you guys um but this thing is insane (laughs) but to have like for matt to like my partner now um to have just given this to me he gave me an up and smoke tour shirt at the time he knew what the shirts were worth at the at the time of these these shirts were 250 dollars, maybe <laughs> maybe 300 <laughs> now you're probably talking like i turned down 1500 on that yeah um, off my back at an event and i just wouldn't sell it obviously now granted if i didn't buy if matt didn't give me that shirt yeah i'd have sold it right a fucking way for sure like, yeah. i know i love dmx i you know everything like that i love rough ride i love yeah the history behind this t-shirt but i there's more sentimental value that matt gave it to me than anything else true like i said everything i collected has some type of my favorite movie i didn't know four brothers shirts existed and there's four of the exact same t-shirt that say four brothers on the front Uh but all of them on the back say loyalty revenge respect and something else and i have two out of the four but if you're a movie guy at all and you don't like this movie like i don't know i've never seen it sean have you seen it you know mark Wahlberg. Haven't seen. Please it. go home tonight and watch. Four All right, Brothers. we will. It's we an will. amazing like. <laughs> it's a good just like, it gets into like uh, it's a older white woman who adopted two uh, black kids and two white kids, okay. and obviously they grew older, but like they grew up in the hood. It's really bad, and they all get back together. I'm not gonna give you the whole fucking story, All but right, for sure. it's an amazing, amazing like it gets into. <laughs> It shows you why there should be no race. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we're all people, and that's... Who, who in the chat has seen Four Brothers? Oh, I hope so. Let me get people in the chat who, who's seen Four Brothers. And by the way, you got some uh, some Beetle, Beetleborgs, is that what they oh, are? Oh, is there some Beetleborgs? You got some Beetleborg fan in there, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, for Beetleborg? Yeah. Uh, I collect West Virginia stuff, too. I had a really good friend from high school who had passed away. He played for West Virginia and went to West Virginia. So anytime I see like something cool, like the American Thunder yeah. version, like these are really rare. I, they didn't do these for many colleges. Is that what this this style of t-shirt's yeah. called? Like okay. a, oh, the Thunders, like American Thunder. Because I again, another thing me and Sean talked about when I was walking through this, I was like, you're going to see a lot of shirts with blue lightning yeah. on it. It's and like, I didn't know it had a name. The brand is normally American Thunder. So okay. like on the back where this has the WV. Yeah. It's normally an eagle that says USA Thunder or American Thunder. Okay. And it's like, no matter what the graphic is on the front, there's normally always that hit or the tags are like something Thunder. Word, word. But like, it's always that. Like, that's yeah. the style I at least call it. Someone can correct me if I'm wrong. No, I mean, like, I, I, that's that's good. Than, American than Thunder tees was always the lightning bolt yeah. hits across the whole thing. And I absolutely want to do, I want to do a print that's like an American Thunder Dude, print so soon. Because cool. I, I love it. I love it. It's so good. Like, like one of the things, and this isn't a t-shirt, but... uh. Uh, Carrie, who we on, had on last week, had a uh, what I guess was the blank Stone Cold hat with the with the with the lightning on it. Do you oh, know what no, I'm talking about? No, he I had a blank one, and you put a you put a little bear with a doom mask on it. So um, yeah, it was so awesome. Good. But I, I'm sure you've seen that hat though, the with the with the Stone Cold skull on the front. I have it, and then yeah, yeah with the lightning bolts yeah, on the side. Yeah. yeah, he just had found a blank one. Oh. I was like, that's amazing. That's really cool, actually. Yeah. Um, my last T-shirt I brought, and the rest is all like certain, like the same pieces. I'm pretty sure, same style of thing. Uh, a couple of people spoke on this previously on your podcast. Hustle Threads was wearing a pair of S. Dot Carters. Someone else spoke about a pair of S. Dot Carters. I wore them back in the day, but I've never seen a t-shirt. So, nice. Like, I found this at a thrift store. That's, That's just cool, dude. Like that, it goes back in that 04, 05 era of like. Yeah. Dude, I was like 15 wearing this stuff because I had like older friends influencing us, and mm-hmm. like I was lucky enough to be like brought into that. Like I don't know if I'd be into it as much as I am now. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and the last things I brought were some hoodies, but it's all like I don't know if you've ever seen the starter double hoods. They uh, have the two hoods. No, I don't think it's I like have. a certain style starter hoodie. So there's two hoodies. <laughs> nice. But over the years, I've collected like almost. I have four out of the five Philly teams. Oh, cool. Or no, I have two Eagles ones because there's this version, and then there's one with a gray script that I didn't know. Word. Same thing flyer same thing but like to a sports head like yeah you don't really see these too often yeah and the philly ones just home team shit's just always good to have if yeah. you ask me or if you're collecting stuff I'm trying to reach without breaking this mic <laughs> sixers one's probably Six my favorite though it's all black yeah two strings though double hoods just something you don't see too too often no 
nothing like nothing they make today nothing oh dude the clock they actually they tried remaking these really? i think starter might have just put like re-put them out and then um i know mitchell and ness has tried over the years that's where i like working in the company i worked with i worked very closely with mitchell and ness i worked very closely with new era mm-hmm. seen a lot of the stuff they did dude years ago i was in the home like a off like we were doing a tour for mitchell and ness for like other pro image owners um we're in this hallway and i'm just seeing these boards with all these cutouts I'm like it looks like pictures of like Instagram, dude. I see like four of our home, like four people I know's Instagram accounts, and I asked her, I was like, "What is all this?" And she's like, "Oh, those are uh, uh, the designers use those for inspiration." And I'm like, "Oh, like where's my residuals? Like, <laughs> what's up? Like no way, because I know like no like and they're like I never forget. The one was like a Tommy thing, and like yeah. you could just see that like." They were looking into people like us doing what we were doing, like yeah. what we were finding, like, oh, let's see what Starter did back in 93 and sure. redo it. And the first time I met Casey, like, I don't work for anybody anymore, but the first time I met Casey, I had a, a um, catalog for Mitchell and Ness's next season. So, like, I showed him all the jerseys that were coming out for the previous <laughs> season. So, like, because you know, like, in vintage, like, if I have this gold Iverson champion jersey and then Mitchell and Ness releases that next week, technically could drop the value or increase depending on how you look at it but mm-hmm. like if mitchell and ness now made it regularly available yeah. that gold one that was so rare isn't as hard even though it's original yeah i can just go to the mall and buy it you know what i mean i don't need to give you 250 i can go to the mall and buy it for 150 right so i think like that was just cool for him to be able to see like all of like the future stuff like oh and there was a specific jersey in there where he was like oh yeah no like i got it off that because like, that's gonna <laughs> ruin it last thing i brought was just a world industries hoodie it's hard to find skate tees in general, but like to find adult sized hoodies that have last. But that was actually one of my favorite decks. Awesome. I had this deck when I was a kid and it was one of my favorite decks. So uh, Thrifty, this kid, Thrifty's Vintage who works yeah. for us. He like kind of helps us out and shit like that. Uh, three, four years ago, was at my house to sell me stuff. This is before a store, before anything. He was just there to like do trades and shit. One of the first times I met him, we're doing this deal and he's telling me, he's like, yeah, I found like a World Industries hoodie today. And I was like, no, you didn't. He's like, oh yeah. Like I was like, what size? He's like XL. I was like, what do you want for it? He's like, oh, like 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 thirty five bucks. And I was like, I want it right now. And he was like, oh no, I'll bring it next time. I was like, no, you won't, dude. At the time, they were only like two hundred dollars. And even that's like, oh, like, I would have gave him that if he would have said two hundred. But like, you cannot find XLs ever. So I literally was like, no, like I'm not waiting. I'm gonna follow you back to your house and I'm going to give you the money for it and then I'm gonna buy it. And he was like, oh, all right. So I literally, bro, fucking got in my car, <laughs> followed him all the way. He doesn't live close. Like he was like a good four, like 35 minutes away from my house, drove him back to his house, gave him his money up front, went and got myself a hamburger, ate and just stared. <laughs> I was so happy, dude. It was like one of my favorite purchases in a long time. So that's incredible. That's like, that's why I love this shit. Like yeah. to, to get that feeling of like, there's not many things that you could like tell me right now to where I'm like, oh no, I'm fine. Like I want that and I, I'm not waiting for it. Like right. I, I need it today. Like yeah. I'm not taking the risk of it not being there tomorrow morning. Like I, I need it. It's gonna eat 100%. me a lot. I actually messed up at East Coast a couple weeks ago, dude. One of my homies had a good woo wear hoodie and all day I was like, yup, I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna buy it. Like just let me sell a couple more things and like do a couple more things. I'm gonna buy it. I went and fucking got food a couple minutes later, dude. He called me twice. I missed the phone calls. I go back, and he's like, bro, it's sold. Damn. I was like, you have got it. And, like, still to this day, I made a post the other day saying, like, I, I told him to send me a picture of it. I was like, bro, I want that color. Because it was, like, such a good olive green color. I was like, bro, I want that hoodie so bad. Like, send me a picture of it so I can put out, like, an in search of post on my Instagram <laughs> see if someone can help me find it. Still, no one's found it for me. So, it is what it is. That's amazing. It's, it's really awesome to for you to dissect some of these like collections and stuff too. You know what I mean? Like to, to tell me that there's, you know, two versions of this Eagles one and that there's, you know, this and that. And like, and obviously I'm not, I'm not like number one, there's a lot of people in vintage that, uh, know a whole lot about very specific things. Mm -hmm. And you kind of go from person to person and they'll, they'll have just such a, like a, like an encyclopedic knowledge of like a specific type of collection and stuff like that. And like, that's really what I hope that this show can become for people who do collect stuff because like not a lot of people know about that. And even people who are into vintage who are like, Oh, I like old bands. I like old Rhapsies. I like old this and that to me. It's like, but to know like the scope of what this hoodies, like, like sales was like they sold at this place and this varieties and okay. this thing that to me is like another level where you get into it's like oh okay i really understand now what the collecting yeah. is about you know what i mean 
I love that type of stuff. Yeah, I, I think that that stuff's what it's what it's like when when you get really into it, like what it's all about. Because it's like oh, like like just to know that all right, somebody has a full set of these and they can set it in front of you and like show it to you and be like, this is this is this and this is that and this is that and here's why it's all interesting. This is why it is what it is. This is why it is what it is. And like that's I think what really that's what starts all of this too. Like yeah. that's what started all the reselling and stuff like that. If there weren't people with that knowledge, then you can't have those people who are just like coming in bandwagoning on the yeah. vintage trend and all. That's the that's the underpinning of like no, but there is like a finite amount of these. They're made at a certain time. They made them a certain way and with a certain yeah. style in mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like there's certain band tees. Like you'll see some stuff where it's like same front print. One has a tour date. One doesn't. Mm-hmm. That was the one without tour dates. Was a shit sold in the mall that you could go buy at Hot Topic and Spencer's every day. Right. The one with the tour dates was at the convention center last week, and it was only Philly. Exclu- you know what I mean? Yep. Like stuff like that. And yeah, exactly. It brings more exclusivity to it. More like yeah. limited runs and stuff like that. And that's it goes into making you want to collect it. I feel more. Yeah, I would be remiss if I didn't bring up Sean's new obsession of vintage so sean's a big gremlins fan right it's his favorite movie and like we have just me and him have just been like on ebay just diving into like um all gremlins related stuff one awesome thing is that there's about a million versions of uh of uh fucking what's his name what's his name sean the mogwai main one gizmo Gizmo. yeah there's a million gizmo stuffed animals on ebay and they are all hilariously bad like they look nothing like the character in the movie, and there's just like a million different bootleg—not even bootlegs. Not, I shouldn't even call them bootlegs. Random. Just, just random different Hasbro, Mattel, whatever freaking different toy store got the license to make this Gremlins toy, and they all look completely not like Gizmo. And we've also looked at like the T-shirts and stuff, and you have a couple I saw on your I've page. Had a couple over the years. Um, you've had a couple over the years, and like it seems like they only made ones for Gremlins too. I did really, ha- it's really only Gremlins two T-shirts that I've I seen. I feel like that's the two I had were Grem- Gremlins two. Yeah, there's like there's. So anyway, anybody out there who's got Gremlin stuff for Sean, let us know. We're look, Sean's looking to start a, a serious Gremlin nice collection. collection. Yeah, yeah, dude, that's the way it goes. <laughs> I mean, my Wizard of Oz collection started with like one T-shirt, and then it was like, oh my god, like this is such like I just fell in love with them. Yeah, like, the big prints on them. I have a couple all over print ones, and like it's just weird. Like I don't know, people are like you have a Wizard of Oz T-shirt collection. Like yeah, I do. Like, yeah, I love it. like. I think I think the crazy thing about collection, this goes with like anybody's collection. He's like, you tell somebody about your collection, and they'll probably think it's weird. Like whatever you're collecting, they'll be like, why are you buying a bunch of that thing? But I think when you show somebody your collection and like explain it, they see it. They see it, and like that's the same thing with me. Where like sometimes it's like, oh, why are you guys into like that thing? And then like like coin collectors. I was like, I don't get it. I don't get it collecting coins. And then you listen to like a guy talk about coins for an hour, and you're like. Okay, I can, I can I, see. It. I dig it. Like I get it. Like it's not my thing still. I was just, yep. But like I get it. I, I get why. I get why it, you yeah. want to collect this thing. And like that's one of the cool things about vintage too. Is like there's this maybe outside thing of looking at people's Instagram page that like everybody has the same stuff and is collecting the same stuff. But I don't really think that's true. I think behind the scenes, you know, people know what to pick off the shelves of a thrift store and stuff like that. Of course. But then there's other people who each individual person is diving into their own particular thing and collecting their own, you know, individual stuff, you know? And I think that's what's really needs to be highlighted that there's a lot more individuality in what people like in the vintage community than you think. Of course. You know, hundred percent. Everybody has their own thing and everybody's in this for their own reasons. And a lot of my stuff is people that have influenced me in my life or just things I watched when I was younger or just something that like, I always say, like, I say this all the time, like, if a song can make me laugh, cry, or feel... I could hate this song, but if it made me feel some type of way, like, it was a good song. Like, yeah. There's something about it. The art was done. So, like, when I see something, a t-shirt that reminds me of something or can bring me back to somewhere, and sometimes, dude, it can spark me wanting to... Co- like, when I first got into skate stuff, I went crazy afterwards because of the... F- like, once you realize, like, shit, those were you forgot these memories existed sometimes until you see them again you're like oh my god i did have that like wow that's insane to me and just it's like a drug dude like a natural high to where you just want to keep seeking and that's my i don't know yeah it's crazy to me dude like that's why i love collecting this shit absolutely i've opened a store and was able like open it to people to be able to do that yeah that's my favorite part for sure all right before we wrap up let's talk um about the store so where can people come and shop uh, 127 Clements Bridge Road, Barrington, New Jersey. It's past to present vintage. If you like Google it um, and you want to like look up directions and stuff like that. Uh, my Instagram is past to present SJ for South Jersey. Um, 
we are right over the bridge though from philadelphia we're 10 minutes away uh yeah check us out there we have facebook but you don't want to go on there i never post on it instagram instagram is the <laughs> same best with us yeah instagram is the best form of contact uh another thing i answer every dm we do do story sales uh, we announce sales all the time that we do on the weekends. Some like I might decide this weekend to do twenty percent. You never know, like you know what I mean. So yeah, it's something to just keep it up to date with us. Uh, eBay link is in our Instagram profile sure. as well. If you see something on eBay, don't just has just hit me up, DM <laughs> us. We'll, we'll work with you. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you for being on. Dude, thank you for having me. This has this been awesome. awesome. This has really been awesome cool. as always. Everybody at home, thank you guys for watching. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe, and ring that bell so that you know when we go live. Uh, just to reiterate our schedule, we go live almost every week at 7 p.m. and then the show that you watched live will re-release, if you missed it, next the next week on Tuesday at nine. So that's usually how we'll look at that. But if you wanna follow us on Instagram, you'll see all the updates on what we do and who we're having on next and all that kind of stuff. Um, I don't know who we're having on next week or the week after that. So that's a, that's a, that's a surprise for both of us. But uh, when I do know, I'll let you guys know on the end of the episode from now on because I realize people need to people need to know who we're having on a of couple course. weeks in advance. Yeah, they, they like to know. <laughs> um, but again, thank you for being on, dude. Thank you. Um, Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. We uh, we'll see you next week. Bye bye.